iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast. Hey, this is Keith Urban, and this is my Celebrity Playlist Podcast. The first track I've chosen is uh, by Queen. It's Bohemian Rhapsody, and uh, this is just uh, a song that continues to be mind-blowing for me. I think in every way, from a songwriting standpoint, the complexity of it, the recording of it, the vocal layerings of it, it's just an absolute masterpiece, and there's been nothing like it ever since. There was nothing before it. It's so extraordinary and such a testament to Freddie Mercury's genius, sort of mad scientist genius. And to think, you know, technologically what they were able to do at the time was also mind-boggling. It's much easier to do something like that today with multiple tracks, but what they had to do to get to that place was truly extraordinary. And I think it's one of the songs, other than Wayne's World, which, you know, I, I don't always think of that when I hear this song, but a lot of people do. But it's, um, it's just stood the test of time as a classic. <laughs> Track two is uh, Jolene by Dolly Parton. And I've always loved Dolly. I grew up listening to a lot of Dolly, playing a lot of her songs. But this one I, I love particularly because she uses congas, the percussion section, and, and the nylon string guitar, both so strong in the rhythmic area of this song. This, the recording of it is really extraordinary. I mean, back in the 70s, particularly, I think Nashville was making some extraordinary rhythmic, cool that uh, are very unique to that time. And, you know, this, this song, her singing and, and the story is fabulous and it's just a, a really hypnotic track. Jolene, 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 Jolene Please don't take him just because you can Your beauty is beyond compare With flaming locks of auburn hair With ivory skin and eyes of emerald green Your smile is like a breath of spring Your voice is soft like summer rain And I cannot compete with you, Jolene I chose one by U2. It was, it was hard to, to pick a single song by that band because I, I love them so much and I find them so inspirational. You know, from a musician standpoint, it's just extraordinary that a band has been around as long as they have and, and, and are so hungry to reach for new frontiers. And that's it's great for every musician to have somebody like that. But I think the thing that I've loved the most about that band, probably even before I really knew it, was the spiritualism that's at the heart and center of that whole band. And I read recently where Bonner referred to their songs really talking about or subject matter being about the power of the human spirit. And I thought that was a really great way to put it. That's something that I, I'm also grateful that that band is around to remind us of that because we need somebody to remind us of that. But this song, one, I chose particularly for something I read one time where Bonner was acknowledging the phrase, there's a phrase in the song, we get to carry each other. And we've all sung that line. And he says sometimes he hears people sing it and they sing, we got to carry each other. And he says the whole point of that song song was the word get instead of got. He said uh, if the song had been written in the 60s, it would have been, you got to carry each other. We got to, you know, got to, got to. And he said the twist with the word get took it from a more preachy place. You know, you got to carry each other. It sounds a bit preaching, whereas we get to carry each other sounds like uh, 
grace, like an opportunity, like a privilege. You know, we get to do it. And I thought that was so beautiful to put such power in flipping a word from got to get. And so uh, maybe keep that in mind when you listen to this song. I had a Beach Boys album when I was very young and, and loved the harmonies on the record, but as I got older, I started to really appreciate the songwriting, and um, this track called God Only Knows is one that continues to shine as an extraordinary original way to say, I love you. It's a really masterful lyric. I think Peter Asher was the lyricist on this track. It's hard to talk about why I love the song so much because it's a very self-explanatory song, so maybe we'll just play it. God only knows what I do. When I was 15, a friend of mine turned me on to Dire Straits and I just became an instant fan of Mark Knopfler's playing, firstly. But then as I got more into songwriting, I found myself really gravitating towards Mark's songwriting style. His tremendous sense of melody. And as I've gotten older, I've had such an appreciation for his lyrics too. And Romeo and Julia is one of those songs that I think just uh, absolutely magnificent, joyous blend of melody, exquisite guitar playing, uh, superb lyric, and just a, a beautiful song. All I do is kiss you through the bars of a rhyme. Julia, I do the stars with you anytime. I put in uh, this next song, uh, it's by an Australian artist called Missy Higgins, and she's a tremendous singer-songwriter. Uh, I saw her perform recently somewhere, and she's really captivating as a, as a singer. But she writes tremendously too, and this song is called Where I Stood, and I chose it because it's a point of view I've never heard in a song before. I've certainly been in that place where I've been in a relationship with somebody, and I've got to the point where I've thought, I'm not the one for you. I just know I'm not, I can feel it. and we got to end this, but it's also going to break my heart to know that you're going to be with somebody else, you know? But I know it's for the best. And this song was written from that place. It's a very strange place to write from. And so uh, I think she did a masterful job at it. Because I don't know who I am, who I am without you. All I know is that I should.
Eminem, I picked Lose Yourself as just a magnificent crafted lyric. You know, when you hook it up with this killer guitar riff and the just crazy beat that kicks in, it's absolutely riveting. It's a riveting track in every way. The the thing that I was most floored about was just the sheer size of the story and how much he has this ability. Uh, imagery and story to get into such a short space of time in such a rhythmic way. I mean, he's an absolute master lyricist. There's no filler, you know, not one word is a throwaway word, and, and it's absolutely extraordinary. But I took this song and played it to several of my songwriting friends in Nashville who, you know, sort of cast Eminem aside, and I said, listen to this. You know, this is years ago when it came out. And each person I played it to, when they sat down and listened to it, they would just be gobsmacked. And as a lyricist, you just have to take your hat off to him. He's genius. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop palms. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clock's run out. Time's up. iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast. I'm a, uh, a big fan of romantic songs, particularly when they come out at it from a real deep place. And I chose Bruce Springsteen's song, Secret Garden, because it's just that. It's, there's a secret garden she hides. And that is, oh, he's just... I think Bruce is one of the last great romantics when it comes to writing and has a beautiful, eloquent, poetic way of describing not only love, but a woman. You know, it certainly connects deeply with me, and this is a, this is a fine example of that. She's got a secret garden Where everything you want Where everything you We'll always stay a million miles away. All right, moving on to uh, Jamie Johnson. I absolutely love his record. I grew up in that sort of era of uh, Merle Haggard and Waylon Jennings and a lot of those records that were just completely raw and real and they weren't belabored over, they were just very spontaneous and organic. Jamie's record's totally like that, and The High Cost of Living is a song that... Um, that's a song that there used to be a lot more songs like that in Nashville. There's still plenty of songs like that in Nashville, but they don't get on the radar. And I really admire Jamie for um, sticking to his guns and being true and writing a lyric that's not watered down in any way to have written about his life at that point in such a graphic, unapologetic fashion is a real... A real, um, we just need it. That town needs it for uh, to keep a balance and everything. So, kudos to you, Jamie. This is uh, Jamie Johnson and the High Cost of Living. My life was just an old routine. Every day the same damn thing. I couldn't even tell I was alive. But I tell you, the high cost of living ain't nothing like the cost of living high. And I chose Nothing Compares to You. The song, I, I've always loved this song. You know, uh, Sinead O'Connor had a huge hit with it. But um, recently my wife turned me on to Prince singing it. 
And I hadn't heard that version before. And boy, that puts a whole new spin on the song. I mean, he's just, he's a genius. He really is. That word gets bandied around too many times too frivolously, I think. But when you go and see Prince in concert, as a friend of mine said who saw him recently, you sit in the audience and you watch him and you go, oh, that's right, that's what great is. He is absolutely great. And this song is, God, it's just deceptively brilliant. It's, it's haunting. It gets under my skin and that's just one of those magical songs. But this is, this is Prince doing it. It's been seven hours and thirteen days Since you took your love iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast.